Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, back here on 106.7 The Fan, Scott Jackson with you and Team 980. Always live on the free Odyssey app as well, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. Talking some Wizards here with you. Off of the week that was, trading Bradley Beal, Christoph Sporzingis, uh, the trailed, the, tra- the, the draft, excuse me, of uh, Bilal Kulabali. All things Wizards uh, this week that happened and yeah, a ton of second-round picks. I mean, just one future first, I believe it's 2030. So long, 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 long ways to go before you ever see if that's worth anything or not. And, um, you know, the start to the offseason. It has been encouraging because I think a lot of us have been ready for this. Obviously, the ownership was not ready for this, which is the most important thing because they pay the bills, their call. Uh, but now they are doing it as well. The... Um, the, the hard rebuild, the hard part um, was getting Bradley Beal out of here. And now the harder part is trying to build this thing back up. But there's still some moves they can make. Obviously, you know, Jordan Poole, whether he's here long-term or not, some of the other things. You need to get some ones back, though. They need to really start being able to collect first-round picks, really, for you in order to see this kind of taken shape. And we'll, again, we'll have to see what is next, especially with the Kuzma thing might be the next best chance to pull that off. Uh, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067 at Jackson Sports on Twitter, if you want to hit us up there as well. Just thoughts on the start of it all so far and whether or not um, you know enough is in your mind has been done now to feel like, yeah, you can start seeing the pieces of this and how this is all going to work. I, I think there's more to be done, but this is a good start for a group that, again, was started at de- a deficit. Like They made this harder on these guys than they needed to by doing what they did with Beal last offseason, which was the point of partnership, as they called it at the time, the no-trade clause. I mean, it was just a horrific mistake. I don't know if we'll ever get an admission of guilt or of, hey, you know what, we blew it. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get the satisfaction of that. I mean, at this point, I don't know if it matters to you or not. I think it would be nice. I mean, again, an ownership that has always been early perceived to be transparent and straightforward with the fan base. I don't know if we'll get that. You know, plus with this guitar thing, quite frankly, they're probably going to need to address that at some point in the public forum. Don't know if we'll get that either. Instead, I think what we'll get, continue to get is maybe these Woj podcast moments uh, with uh, with the interviews and stuff like that. It's nothing locally; it's more of like a national thing. I don't, I don't know if we'll get anything locally or not. I mean, but I think probably would be the right route to go at some point. But again, that thing did not age well. I mean, the point of partnership thing. I mean, again, it was just not even a year old. And that thing just it was just quickly just a disaster. And I'll still be fascinated to know at some point, maybe I'll have to wait for the 30 for 30 if this is a success, as to why, what changed so much. I mean, from the offseason to you know, Tommy Shepard's final presser, 
which is really his final presser, to now, right? Like how quickly it, it, it all happened, you know? It's just wild. And how that all took place. Um, you know, we we're talking about, yeah, you know, we're, we're you know, we're going to not, we're, it was a failure season, but, you know, we're going forward, just kind of that and the other, and then to, oh man, this is, he's out. Like everybody, you know, it's all over. You know, we're changing the whole thing, changing all the dynamics. You know, here's Michael Winger. He's going to do all the hard stuff we've been avoiding doing for for several years. You know, that's like, how do we get there? Like, what was it? A meeting gone wrong? Was it just just finally listening to the fan base? I mean, because the fan base had been here for a while. The fan base. There's not like the fan base's position had changed suddenly to where they were like asking for something bigger, like a, a bigger picture plan as to, like, how are we going to win? We know this is not going anywhere. We know this is not set up to be a real true contender in the East, and it's not going to be. And this is not a destination city for free agents. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you've cap-strung yourself by having these three ridiculous contracts. Yeah. So I think everybody understood that, outside of the organization, at least. The fan base did. I don't know. Again, fascinated as to what changed. What was the thing that got them off their position? I don't know. If they'll, they're never going to call it a tank, by the way. They're going to call this a rebuild. <laughs> but I think, and I don't, look, I don't, I don't think they're really going to set up a team that's going out there to lose this year. But I do think they're going to have one that's, you know, in a position to be more flexible. Yeah, they're going to want to be competitive as hell every night. They're going to want to try to win games. But also, yeah, they're not going to go for it just to be hanging around at like the, you know, seven to ten seed. 7 through 10 seed. That's not what they're looking for. All right, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067 at Jackson Sports on Twitter. Mark and Largo, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Scott? How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. How you doing? Uh, all right. I, I like, I, look, I actually like what they've done. I mean, I, I, I think, I think for 25 to 30 years, everybody's been saying the football team needs to do something like this. Mm-hmm. But the Wizards have done something, and it took them 40 years to do it. And they haven't done a rebuild since the 79 season, which they won, you know, championship. But I, but they've gone through a full rebuild. Now, let me say this. And I was saying this to the caller, and it seemed like I got under his skin when I said this. Mm-hmm. If I was Washington, I would move on from Denny. And the reason why I would say I would move on from Denny is this. Right. He's going to be coming up on a contract extension. And I'm not sure. And everybody talks about he's a defensive player. I, I don't see it. Okay. I think he has problems against athletic guys. Or defensively, now he's good against guys who who are he's bigger than that aren't that so. Def- I mean, athletic. He's good right. against them, but you know he's. I, I'm not sure. I would put him in my future plans. Plus, you drafted a guy that's going to play his position eventually anyway, so I would leave him alone. Kispert is a three point shooter that's going to come off the bench. Now, if you want somebody like that on your team, that's fine. But he's going to be due for contract extension, too. Yeah. So, wouldn't you rather just trade and get someone who just shoot threes and just go from there? That's what I would do. I think this team with Jordan Poole, you have a better three point shooter than Bradley Beal. I think someone who's going to be on the court more than Bradley Beal, who's much younger than Bradley Beal. And I think you have someone that. You you never know. Depending upon what you put around him, 
You never know what you could have. As far as we know, Kuzma may opt in and come back here. God, we don't no, know that. No, he's going to opt in. He's not opting in. $13 million, no way. He's not coming back at $13 million. No, and, and that may be true. That may be true. And, I, and if he did, I'd trade him. Make... Either way, I'd trade him. I, and there's no reason for him to be here. And, and by the way, Poole, and, and if he does the all the things, listen, if Poole does what you say he does, you flip him at the deadline. You don't keep him. I mean, you flip him. You, you really do. I mean, there's no reason. But what if, uh, to fall in love with any of these guys. I'm with you. You don't fall in love with any of these guys. I don't even think this roster is close to being concrete. Not even close. So, all right, you flip pool, then what? What are you going to do for – I mean, what are you doing if you flip pool? You're trying to get Why assets. You you know, Mark, you have no first-round picks. You need to get the extra ones. Without the extra ones, this is not a true rebuild. of his deal. This is not. Who's going to take him in the beginning of his deal? You keep him now and see what happens his first two years. Well, right. Obviously, if you can't, obviously, if you can't flip him, you don't. You if you can't, if there's no market, you're right. You don't. There's no. You're no rush. But again, if he plays out well immediately, don't be surprised if he gets flipped. Look what Oklahoma City does, man. They do this stuff all the time, man. If somebody's good and they're showing something, they, they boom. They're not afraid to move people. This is this is not going to yeah, be. Don't fall in love with these guys. I'm just saying, don't fall in love with these guys. And by the way, they need to do a rebuild. Remember, after the arena stuff, that was a rebuild up the wall. I mean, that was totally a rebuild at that point when they when it got Wall in the first overall pick. That was with the rebuilding. Well, they bought him out there. They didn't go very far. Obviously, that rebuild got no. him to the semifinals twice or three times in four years, and then another conference, you know, Eastern Conference first round or two under Scott Brooks, and that was it. But that was a well, rebuild. Yeah, it was a rebuild. Well, well Scott, let me ask you this. Scott, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying about, but don't you think, as much as we sit up here and talk about this, mm-hmm. look, this is my personal opinion. If Wes Unsell does not take this team to the playoffs this year, he is out of here. Really? No. Because this new regime, this new regime, this new regime is didn't, they who are you didn't gonna sign get? him. Mark, Mark, who are you going to get? And, and, like, why would you come here if this is what it's going to be, trying to flip players yeah, for picks? What, like, who the hell wants to take that job? As long as the guys are developing, I think he's going to be all right. I think as long as the guys are developing, he'll be okay for a year. But, I mean, until this team gets, you know, like, takes that shot with, with somebody in free agency or in a trade that says franchise player, like a real franchise player, and we're going to fill it around it, until that happens, there's no reason to go out and get a Mike Budenholzer as an example or somebody like that. You know, whoever, you know, name somebody who's available. Doc Rivers, well, you know, he's not going to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, like somebody like that. There's just no reason. Uh, There's no reason. No reason. So, so I could I could make that same case about Jordan Poole. Everything you just said about West Unsell, mm-hmm. I can make the same case about Jordan Poole. Okay. But you're paying Jordan Poole. Is, again, Jordan Poole can get you first-round picks. West Unsell can't bring Poole back first. Hey, listen. He's not going to bring back first round draft picks. Your coach isn't, but your but your players can. That's why that's why you got to be very unattached to this stuff right now. I'd be very unattached if you gave me if you gave me if you gave me a the BetQL analysis on who's going to be here in four years. I've got my man Belial ahead of all these dudes. Kulabali's got a better chance than all these dudes. All right, in the next three years, like like everybody else, I haven't even seen him put up an NBA shot yet. I don't even know if he can play in the NBA. Based off of his parents' huddle video, based off the parents' huddle video we've seen of him. <laughs> well, well, Scott, that's the reason why I wouldn't sign Denny to a long-term deal. Right, that's fine. Where did go? Nobody said do that. Who said do that? Who's talking about sending Denny to a high long-term deal? Nobody's talking well, about that. I agree. Nobody's talking about that. be a lot longer than you think. I think they're going to want to keep him. Well, then that's going to be probably mean that he isn't playing that great. It probably means he's not playing that great and he's playing selfishly if he's stuck here for a while. That's probably what it means. I'll be honest with you. Because, I mean, it it just reeks of a flip, man. 
Why? You're acting like an old man, Scott. Go I am an old your, man, your Mark. Arena phase 20 years ago. I am we're an old man. Old men. We're, we're both old men, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> like you did 20 years ago. Why? Man, there's nothing that reeks that Jordan Poole. There's nothing that reeks that Jordan Poole's going to come here and be some some uh, franchise building player. I'm you sorry. There's nothing. You don't know. Okay, you don't either. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Neither do you, Mark. But there's more evidence to say there's a reason why Draymond Green's putting his hands on a guy in practice. And the Warriors, who by the way, a pretty good franchise, were like, yeah, we'll take broken ass down Chris Paul. And get Jordan Poole the flip out of here. Okay. But you're right. I mean, hey, everything's sunny here in D.C. right now. That's cool. Listen, don't be Jordan Crawford in this situation, okay? Remember that? Remember all y'all? Jordan Crawford, man, what the hell? Why do we get rid of him? Hey, you flipped him because you could get something for him. That's why. The same. Poole, if they can get, if he can ball out and get ones, good. Take him. I'm not going to fall in love with him either. It's like you're not falling in love with Denny or any of these other guys. I'm with you. The whole roster, nobody you should be convinced is here long-term. No question. And, you know, all of them, Kispert, whoever, you know, doesn't matter. Whoever can get you value can get you more. They need to get more than what they've gotten to this point. They've done a good job getting something out of what appeared to be a nothing situation, but... You have to have ones in order for this to be something that you can buy into. Uh, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. And, like, you know, Wes Unsell Jr. is not in a Ron Rivera situation. They're not they're, – there's not any – I don't think – and, again, we'll, maybe we'll wait and see when all these press conferences are done. I, I don't think they're going to put up that put out a goal is to be the eight seed or the play, in the play-in series or else. I don't. I think it's about development. Are they getting better? Are they competitive? You know, are we getting the young players minutes that we think might be something? That's what it's going to be about. It's not going to be about trying to – if you wanted to slide into the eight in a stupid play and you would have kept Beal here. It doesn't make any sense. And, again, if you accidentally get there while playing youth and developing people, okay, cool. But to think that um, that's going to – that's going to happen, no chance. All right, I'll let you hear what the Warriors GM had to say about Jordan Poole a few days ago when we get back. Uh, it's Scott Jackson with you here, 1067 The Fan, Team 980, and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on 1067 The Fan, Scott Jackson with you and Team 980. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Glenn Consor will talk some Wizards with us coming up at the top of the hour. We'll hear a little bit what Will Dawkins had to say yesterday about Bilal Kulabali. Um, or this might have been after the draft, sorry. Yesterday they had the opening press conference here in a little bit. Uh, it was funny because a few days ago, Mike Dunleavy Jr., before they made the trade, Sending Jordan Poole for Chris Paul had said that he would be a part of the Warriors' future, you know, because of the contract of four years to come. And obviously, things change rather quickly. And um, you know, good for him. Like a lot of these GMs say stuff that's not true, and that's fine. It's part of their job. They gotta, they gotta, you know, keep the market alive. I understand that. But you know, again, just to, I wouldn't like. I was trying to get through to Mark, and he doesn't want to listen to it. I don't know why this makes me old to think you should flip players. If I was old, I would think you just, you know, keep everybody. <laughs> but whatever. Um, is, again, because part of the process here is to get as many assets as you can. Like, this is what rebuilding does, right? You just you pick up picks if, as well. And he might be somebody that can do that for you. Because I'm with you. He's going to score a lot of points. You know, he's going to have the freaking green, green light. It's going to be fluorescent every night. Because who else is going to score? As the roster is currently constructed. So, yes. And if he does well enough and somebody gets excited enough and thinks he can be the difference, yeah, you move him. You move them, and you don't have a freaking problem doing it. You don't feel sad about it. But if it doesn't work out that way, then hopefully he'll continue to grow and get better and learn from whatever it was that had the Warriors want to trade him for a broken neck Chris Paul. All right, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. James and Tyson's with us here on 1067 The Fan and Team 980. What's happening, James? Hey, man, how you doing today? Good, sir. Uh, listen, I'm... Um... I'm happy about the bill move and some of the other moves they've made 
last week. Um, I think some sort of rebuild was necessary, but I'm not a thousand percent on just shredding just smithereens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, having Jordan Poole, I'm actually a little excited for. Okay. I will always, this is me, mm-hmm. I will always value proven players over prospects because sure. what if those prospects don't work out? Right. Um, look at the Nats right now. Look at their attendance. Mm-hmm. I'm blowing $115 a month on direct TV just so I can watch the Nats, and I'm really not watching the games at right. all. Right. I like a competitive team. I love my teams mm-hmm. to be competitive. Right. I hate, you know, I hate taking. I just, right. I don't want to go through a couple wizard seasons with them being last. You, the, so you're okay with a seven to ten slot every, you know, like that area of, of level of team and never of really having a chance not. to get better? Okay, well, this is what of you have to not. do. The middle doesn't work in the NBA. They're not the Lakers, right? Like, they're not, they're not one of these cities where kids wake up and go, God, I'd love to play for that franchise. It's just the truth. Uh, you have to do something like this if you're the Wizards. You're not Boston. You can't trade, you know, make a trade with Kevin McHale that's going to get you Kevin Garnett. You know what I mean? Like, there's, these, don't, these, these realities do not exist for the Wizards. So this is what they have to do. They're going to have to suck it up, and they're going to suck for a while. And maybe they don't suck completely. I mean, maybe they are competitive as hell. Maybe they're gritty. Maybe they do like the Brooklyn Nets who got rid of the, you know, cleared the room and actually got better. I mean, that, that, it's possible, I guess. But I know, know, but to be like, hey, I want to have you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you're not happy with the mediocre level of the Wizards, which has really been going on, and this is more than just Ted Leonsis's time. I mean, this was going on with with Abe for a long time too. It was just okay to make the playoffs and win a you know get a home game or two. We make money. Okay, good night. But that's not that's not championship level thinking. And this is kind of the middle of the NBA is the worst place to be, and that's where they've been. And this is a move, and whether it works or not remains to be seen. And you're right. It's unknown. You, you actually have to have people that know how to evaluate talent and develop talent. And we'll find out if these guys can do it. I'm going to give them you know, a chance to show us one way or the other here. I'm not going to just completely say, yes, it's complete, because it's not even close to complete. And it's certainly not a disaster because they're moving on from some of these guys. But I, I have one question, one yeah. more question, yeah. and uh, you can drop my call. You got it, Listen, if Jordan Poole manages to lead this team to somewhere around the 7th, 8th seed this season, with this team, this right. current roster, you're saying you would be willing to let him go? Well, first of all, he would not. He would not yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, he would not be, again, if it, it depends on what's coming on the other side. Like, are we talking about more second rounders? No, of course not. Are we talking about a bad contract? Uh, you know, no. Necessarily, I'm talking about for more talent, like maybe up and coming talent for a team that thinks he's a finishing piece, right? I'm talking multiple ones, whatever it may be. Maybe that's unrealistic to think that way, but whatever it is, I would be willing to do it uh, because, again, if it's just the seven seed that he quote led you to, um, you know, whippy. I mean, who cares? I mean, that's <laughs> you know, and I don't think, by the way, he would be around that long. You know what I'm saying? I think if there is a market for him, it's going to show itself in the first half of the season prior to the deadline. And that's when you make the move. So, anyway, thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not – and, again, if you want to go out and buy a Jordan Poole jersey, that's fine. It'll be funny. It'll be like having a – you know, it'll be like having a Carson Wentz jersey. Like, it would be, it'd be a, you know, it would be a conversation piece or something uh, for you if, if you if they did get rid of him a year. And they may not – look, he may be wonderful here. He may be wonderful. My point is you can't fall in love with any of this stuff. That's all. Save yourself the pain and agony. I mean – Kulabali, who, again, his parents put out huddle video of him that we've been watching. We have no idea 
what he is in the NBA. But he's still got a better – I would put odds money on him over any of these other dudes to be here in the next three seasons at this point. And by the way, the way the roster is currently constructed will not be the way it's constructed to start the season. They're not going to have these three veteran point guards. They're probably – you know, going to get something back of some value, I hope, maybe, uh, in the deal with Kuzma. So, yeah. I mean, the, 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 as you say, the roster is currently constructed. That's not going to be the roster. And, you know, I'm glad you like Poole, but it's a lot easier coming in, firing up with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on the court and Green and, obviously, Wiggins. It's a lot different playing with those guys in high pressure, you know, and they're, they're in some high level games, right? And there's some high pressure games, so that was encouraging. But as so we saw this year, man, when, you know, wasn't as easy for him. Wasn't as easy for him. Wasn't as smooth. And there's something within the team that was not good there. You know, it's a team that really, you know, again, gave him away for a broken down Chris Paul. I mean, again, just remind yourself of that. Who I just don't even see how he fits, to be honest with you, Golden State. With the way they want to play and the way he plays right now currently, I don't get it. But they did it. So just keep that in mind before we all sit here and celebrate, you know, like Jordan Poole is going to be the answer for dec- for the next decade. I think that's telling. All right, Glenn Consor coming up. Wizards analyst will join us. Get back to some calls in the next hour as well. Our friend Rick Deacon Walker coming up at uh, noon as well. It's uh, Scott Jackson with the 106.7 The Fan Team. Not any streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back here on 1067 The Fan, Team 980, and always live on the pre-Odyssey app. You're having a good Sunday. Scott Jackson with you. We're here at noon. Talk to Scott Abraham here in a moment as he's going to jump on board with us. A lot of things to unpack this week from the Wizards news to the uh, commander's sale date. And uh, Scott, good enough to join us right now via the BetQL guest hotline. Sports bettings come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. 
Morning, Scott. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good, good. Uh, boy, a busy week for you. Uh, hopefully you didn't uh, have any vacation time, as I did, in trying to keep up with all this stuff. But, man, oh, man, the uh, Fast and the Furious this week with with monumental sports and the Wizards in particular, with, with all the things they did. Um, what what are your thoughts on the Beal trade, the Porzingis flip to draft night? Yeah, they basically uh, took some grenades and blew up the whole thing, and it only took about a week for Michael Winger to realize uh, the situation he was getting himself into. Um, it's kind of a shame that it took so long for, um, you know, Ted to realize maybe bring in an outside voice, maybe right. stop promoting from within and, and keeping it within the family. Uh, so it's I know, honestly, Scott, I think a lot of fans are happy. I mean, they're happy that um, they're going in this direction and kind of building it and, and blowing out the foundation and, and making a new foundation because it's just been middle of the road, fringe team, you know, playing tournament, you know, eighth or seventh seed in the playoffs, and you're not going to go anywhere with that. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take probably four to five years to, to get back uh, to – you know, maybe a contender in the Eastern Conference, but I, the, I think it's a much-needed thing they had to do, and Bradley Beal's contract was obviously a uh, head-scratcher, especially with the no-trade clause, and they had to get themselves out from under that. Uh, disappointed they could not get any really first-round picks uh, out of all the trades. They got a lot of second-round picks, and um, obviously they can turn those into, for example, moving up a spot in the draft to get uh, uh, the, the French uh, winger that played with Wembayana. And uh, so I think it's a, it's a much-needed much rebuild, and, I, and for the most part, I think the fans are pleased. Yeah, Bilal Koulibaly. I mean, who knows? Yeah, like I said earlier, uh, like I said earlier, watching his video, it almost looks like something a parent is filming with their, um, you know, with their iPhone from the stands and, and putting together a huddle video for recruitment. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I do think it's interesting because they've gone, they've done a lot of things against the grain as to what past Wizards, you know decision makers would do um, or, or embrace and not be afraid of. I mean, they're going in. They're, they're getting guys they have to develop. Clearly, these are players they bring in from Europe they have to develop, young people. And this development has been a huge problem here. I mean, it's been a huge problem, but these guys don't appear to be afraid of that because they obviously believe in, in what their program is going to be about. I mean, look at what they've, you know, Rui Hachimura, they trade him, you know, midseason, and he actually does fairly well with the Lakers. It was just kind of like one of those, bang your head against the wall against where was this all, you yeah. know, three years you're in Washington, Rui. And I am excited about Jordan Poole. I know he has a uh, skeptical track record in terms yeah. of, you know, team bonding, off the court stuff. Uh, but the, the dude might put up 30 points a game because I, I, I don't know who else is going to be the right. scorer uh, <laughs> on this roster. Yeah, so if yeah. he likes to score and he likes the basketball, uh, he's going to get plenty of opportunity here in Washington. So I'm excited about Jordan Poole and, uh, I want to see development from, you know, Abdia and Kispert, uh, those guys that have been with the Wizards for a few years. It's going to be it's going to be ugly. It's probably not going to be pretty, but right. um, this is part of the process. As I'm going to steal a phrase from the Philadelphia 76ers, so it's now going to be the Washington <laughs> Wizards and Michael Winger. Trust the process, Scotty yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Leonsis is pretty, um, uh, shall we say, judgmental about the process in the past and about what, ju what about what uh, the 76ers are doing. And, of course, uh, as we all know, uh, the 76ers owner is going to be here in town rather soon, it looks like, uh, with this date being set. But we'll get to that here in a sec. But 
I, I thought it was fascinating, Scott, you know, watching this from afar um, over the last few days as all this stuff is going down and how quickly things were changing. And then, you know, there's all this trade news and, you know, drafting. And then suddenly, oh, by the way, uh, the Wizards have a new uh, partnership potentially with, <laughs> you know, the Qatar Sovereign Fund is going to buy oh. in at 5%. Just kind of kind of snuck in there on us. And, and, and it obviously still has to be approved by the league and go through all that. But do you think there's going to be any blowback for this? Because certainly this is not something that, everyone's going to just say, oh, okay, whatever, it's just business, because there's a little bit more to it than that, I think. I mean, Ted's always been kind of ahead of the curve when it comes to, you know, esports, and he got in the gambling in very quickly. And uh, to be fair, this Middle Eastern money has been infiltrating uh, football, sure. uh, English Premier League, right. and um, soccer uh, overseas uh, for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And Frankly, it was probably just a matter of time uh, until they kind of infiltrated professional sports here in the United States. And you see what's going on with the PGA Tour uh, and the Live Tour. Again, uh, there's going to be people out there that uh, don't like this because, you know, some of the situations that have have arose from uh, those Middle Eastern countries and, and, and certain situations. But at the end of the day, I think it was only a matter of time, and Ted's going get, to get ahead of the curve, get some mm-hmm. uh, some extra money and uh, funding. And, um, you know, who knows where that money's coming from at the end of the day, from wh- how do they get all that money, the, the, the Qataris or, or the Saudis? That's the big question. Um, but they're obviously going to use it to try to help these uh, monumental sports teams. So, uh I don't have an opinion on the matter. I probably shouldn't, you know, speak out of turn, but that's that's the way they're the direction they're going in. And I don't think they're going to be the last, Scotty. I think there's going to be other professional teams that are going to see this or they thought about this, and they're going to get involved as well with uh, either Qatari or, or the Saudis. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, I, I think it is going to be, uh, like they said, the sports washing is going on, and it's not going to change. Uh, and you're right, it's a good point, you know, ahead of, of a lot of this stuff before when it didn't look like, you know, putting a sports book in your arena was necessarily the, the, oh, the I mean, optimal look, look, thing look to do. sports gambling. Yeah. It was so taboo to talk about, yeah. you know, seven to ten years ago, Scott, and, like, it's it's everywhere. It's, it's, right. it's, the, new, it's the new kind of space in, in sports broadcasting, and, um, I mean, it's not going away. It's only going to get bigger. So you look at all the advertisements on television, all the advertisements in the arenas, uh, sports gambling is just taken off, and and that's you know good for Ted to kind of see that you know ahead of time. All right, what, what did you make of the story on on Friday? Is it a big bluff? Uh, there, is there more to it? This idea, the post is a story that Monumental Sports is um, getting a little un- annoyed with the city of DC. They've even talked about moving, perhaps near. Uh, Amazon's new HQ2 headquarters, if they have to, if they don't give what they want from the city. And, of course, all this is coming up as, you know, again, the commanders, you know, whining and dining is really going to hit another level once, obviously, Josh Harris uh, gets in place with, with the football team. I think this is what we call just kind of negotiation and, and playing uh, playing the game a little bit, Scott. Um, could this come to fruition? Yes. Is it, is it realistic? I don't know. I think it's just part of um, – you know the the little using using the media as a as a microphone and and um, you know kind of putting it out there and putting that question in uh, DC's head. Uh, I think at the end of the day they'll they'll get done what they have to get done and those teams will stay in DC where they should play and, and stay. Uh, but I think at the end of the day I think it's just a negotiating 
ploy and tactic and, um, you know, it's always good to have more options to present toward, um, you know, D.C. To, to, to help your, you know, get what you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it yet either. If it's a real thing, or again, as you said, it's just a little negotiating tactic as well. I didn't realize I didn't realize Capital One Arena is the oldest arena in the NBA right now. That's wild. Because by the way, it doesn't come off that way, and, and obviously they no. put a lot of money into no. it. That, that's one thing you got to give Ted a lot of credit for. Is he put a lot of money into it uh, of his own? Obviously, that you know, in the um, renovation uh, several years back. Uh, we're here with Scott Abraham, ABC7, here with us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, be the books, download the BetQL app today. Scott Jackson here with you on the Sunday morning. All right, so the, the commander's date set, it's ironically, no, it's perfectly positioned. A week before training camp uh, opens for the team, they will uh, vote on Josh Harris. Every indication is it's going to be uh, plenty of yays and not enough nays to stop it. And this has been... been um, you know, a, a thing that it looks like has been going at the right pace to this point of, of past sales. Once it's done, uh, Scott, I mean, are, are you like me and, and think that maybe some of the drastic, you know, personnel stuff that fans may notice is not going to happen right away? Or do you think maybe there could be some, some quick uh, decisions made? Guess who had to cancel the vacation on July 20th, first of all? <laughs> Sorry. I was, supposed to go to, I was supposed to go to Ocean City from the 20th to the 24th not going to happen is it uh no, yeah so i'll be i'll be obviously in, obviously be in town for the 20th and 21st which might be the press conference here in dc for josh harris but sure. i think there's going to be an evaluation period uh, i think it's that's just common business practices of right you take something over and you kind of evaluate what you have um how do they operate um you know you're gonna you're gonna be like a sponge and and see what they're doing and at the end of the day i think I've said this before in your program, you know, if I'm buying a, you know, $7 billion asset, I'm going to bring in people I trust and I know will get the job done. And I don't think that Josh wants to have any resemblance of the fingerprints of Dan Snyder on this franchise when he takes over. So any big Dan Snyder hires, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I I, I don't know if they're going to survive uh, because that's just – the way business works sometimes and you know they might be great people and work hard but that's you know at the end of the day Josh Harris is the owner he's putting in a lot of money and he wants the people he trusts in those key positions so evaluation period and I think come January February that's where when you're going to see the turnover and uh, maybe coaching changes and front office changes. Yeah um, by the way I noticed something last week about Josh Harris I know there's a lot of folks that are um you know, still hope it, holding out hope that there might be this big rebrand. But uh, if you if you follow Josh Harris, as I do now, on the old LinkedIn uh, platform, and he actually posts stuff from here and there, they made the deal with um, Harris Blitzer Company with Joe Gibson Racing, the investment they had in the partnership. Yeah. Um, he, in, a, in his statement, Josh Harris's statement, paragraph two, even before he met Coach Joe Gibbs, is a presence in my life, first from afar as the uh, young fan rooting for him as he coached the Washington Commanders to three Super Bowl wins, and now more recently as a friend and advisor. So he did say Commanders. So he's, not, he's, he's comfortable saying Commanders and changing it from, because obviously Joe Gibbs never coached the Commanders. He nothing to do with the Commanders. No, so, Matter of fact, I'm watching Super Bowl 17, which clearly was not the Washington Commanders. So, no, again, no. he's replacing that name in the past, so I don't think he's replacing it now. Right, like I don't think he's re- going to replace the replacement name now, and I don't think it's high on his list. Who knows? Maybe he'll change his mind as time goes on, but it is not high on the list. 
Scott, I think there's so many other priorities and things they have to get done. Uh, the, the name is fine. You know, I know not everybody's going to love whatever name you pick. And I think there's already an NFL rule in place. You have to wait yeah. four to five years uh, for a name change. I think, you know, the big puzzle piece is the stadium. And right. look at what's going on with the Sixers right now. They're having some big problems trying to get a stadium built. Uh, I think they're trying in Chinatown yeah. um, and in Philly. And they had a big uh, kind of picket rally um down there last week of basically protesting uh what what they're trying to do in philly so he's got to worry about philly stadium he's going to worry about obviously trying to figure out where to go with um the new washington football stadium and that's why you have a mitchell rails who uh certainly has a lot of connections Mm -hmm. in washington dc and then you got the star power and magic johnson uh mark gein certainly is an influential figure in dc so you just have to prioritize certain things and i think you know a rebrand is way 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 low it may may not even be on their mind and i'm sure they're going to get that question during their press conference about you know what do you think of a rebrand and he'll probably give an answer like that you know i don't i I foresee them not going down that direction they want to win football games they want to get a new stadium they want to get the fan base back and the easiest way to do that is win football games, not necessarily create a new mascot or, or, or name. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't see it either. And, again, this was just something that kind of jumped off the page for me again because you could easily say just Joe's time as the head coach in Washington. You know, you didn't have to say Washington Commanders or even Washington Redskins if you weren't comfortable with it uh, or the team formerly knows the Washington Redskins or whatever. But he, he went there, man. He said, as the coach of the Washington Commanders, like, oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you this. What I'm going to be fascinated about is this kind of, unravels how long is this honeymoon period going to be for josh harris you know there's going to be that initial buzz and pop we got a new owner he's going to show himself and community events and um you know be on the sidelines and you know be visible but then then what there's got to be a point where all right maybe they're struggling a little bit not winning games what are you going to do what changes are you going to make how long is the fan base going to be patient Right. With this Josh Harris group. And I think that's going to be a fascinating layer to all this to see how it goes. No doubt. No doubt. Scott, always great talking to you. Uh, Scott Abraham, ABC7. And uh, I will talk to you later, my friend. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Scott yep. Abraham with us. Good to get some time this morning via the BetQL guest hotline. Yeah, I again, I, maybe it's a little stupid thing. Maybe it's just me. But I... Yeah, I don't think he put that in a quote calling Joe Gibbs a former commander's coach. <laughs> I don't think he, he like thought like he's like forgotten that they were called the Washington Redskins, by the way. I think that was purposeful uh in his statement. I don't know. Maybe it autocorrects now. I don't know. Maybe it autocorrected on him. I'm not sure, but even you know, but for him to go that far, I pretty much tells you uh his feelings about he's not as offended as some of you are about the new name. Let me just leave it at that. He's not as uh, uh, you know, caught up in it. And I, I do believe there has been some reporting for a while from some of the folks of the NFL network or NFL media that has said this as well, that no, rebrand is not on the list. So, you know, move on, Kevin. Anyway, all right, coming up, uh, we'll get back to some of the commander stuff at uh, 10 o'clock. There's an interesting report this week about the commanders uh, in terms of a big-name free agent they might be interested in. And we'll also revisit Brad, the Bradley Beals time here. The point of partnership, as they once called it, and get some calls on that and the direction the Wizards are headed in with all the activity here over the last week uh, and whether or not it is going to 
turn out to be a positive, or is there so much more work to go before you can really put a grade in this whole thing? Uh, Scott Jackson with you here. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Jackson Sports. 1067 The Fan Team, 98 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, back here on 106.7 The Fan, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Thanks to Scott Abraham for joining us. A lot to cover there with the Wizards. And a little bit on the Commander's Sale news, and we'll get to that at the top of the hour. Uh, Nats, last night, if you saw it, uh, Josiah Gray, five and a third, scoreless against the uh, loaded Padres lineup, struck out six. And uh, the Nats got solo shots from Candelario and Lane Thomas, and they beat the Padres Two nothing is they got an A night, if you will, from the bullpen. Bullpen was real good between Thompson, Finnegan, and Harvey. It was uh, three and two thirds, a scoreless, and they get the uh, curly W. Been few and far between. I mean, the Nats are really, you know, they're they're uh, as they say they are regressing to the mean. Finally, as they have uh, kind of found their level, which is not a good one, and it was what we expected this year. But this still was, you know, it was nice for a while. 20 games out. I mean, you know, we'll go ahead and put the X next. Is it an X or a Y they put next to you when you're a limit? I think it's an X, right? So 29 and 47. Not the worst. There were some worse. There's that one thing. As Steve Spurrier would say, there's actually two worst teams. Still the A's, who got up to a horrific start. And then had got real hot, won a bunch of games, and now have dropped like 9 of 10. The A's have only got 20 wins. The Royals are still really terrible with 22 wins. And then there's the Nats at 29 wins. And they're all they're the they're the teams in the 20 win club that have not hit that 30 mark. But the Nats do have a rubber match today with a very disappointing Padres team. And let's be honest, I mean, that Padres team is a huge underachiever at 37 and 40 this year, you know, with Juan Soto and obviously Tease Jr.'s back. I mean, they're loaded, but they're not that. They just don't give a damn. They're like that NBA team that's coasting until playoff time. But the problem is you can't make the playoffs unless you're, like, obviously, you know, in the wild card and they're out pretty far at this point. It's not over, over, but. They uh, they have got uh, they got some work to do. All right, we will have Nats baseball by the way here on one hundred six seven. The fan coming up after four, actually three three forty with uh, Nats on deck right after Rick Doc Walker. All right, coming up next, Commander Sale. They got the date. What next? What does it all mean? And what I uh, believe we're going to start hearing about here in the near future when it comes to the franchise when we're less than a month away from the sale. We'll get to that straight ahead. Scott Jackson with here one hundred six seven. The fan team ninety and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 